fourth quarter, sidelines to the film room. These are stories that you hear if you stay tuned. They don't let you in the league, you gotta make room. On the gridiron is where your dreams come from. We true. go hard in the city of angels. From the gridiron to Mike, real stories you ain't new. You heard it through the vine, and it probably ain't true. I only got to where I'm at, doing shit that you can't do. Two stories. Peace and blessings. Welcome to the show. My name is Hamza Abdullah. This is Matt Ware. We are the Gridiron Grills. Gridiron, football, grills, storytellers. Gridiron Grills, football, storytellers. You get the picture. Before we get into the stories, let me introduce you to the grills. My name is Hamza Abdullah, retired NFL veteran. Played seven years. My last stint was in 2011 with the Arizona Cardinals where I was a teammate of my dog, Matt Ware. Before the Cardinals, I was a member of the Broncos, Denver Broncos, Cleveland Browns, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was drafted in the seventh round out of Washington State University, go Cougs. And before I went to Washington State, before I went to Wazoo, I was at Pomona High, Pomona, California. But you can't say California football without mentioning the man on my right. Matthew Ware. Matt Ware out of Loyola High in LA, California, where he starred. He was All-American everywhere that he went. He went from Loyola, signed on with UCLA, eight clap, go Bruins, uh, where he was a true freshman, All-American, started all 12 games. I think, shoot, you were the first person to do that in like 30 years or something like that. But my dog has been there, man. Drafted in the third round to the Philadelphia Eagles and played in the Eagles in the Super Bowl 2004, then moved on to the Cardinals, played in the Super Bowl there 2008. And shoot, it's not just football. You were a star in baseball as well. So he was a two-sport star. Played baseball with the Seattle Mariners, was drafted in the draft. And then after baseball, after football, he was like, shoot, you know what? Let's get these stories going. And so that's how we got together. Gridiron Grills, football storytellers. We appreciate you being here. Matt, what's up, man? Oh, man. I appreciate the intro, bro. I appreciate the love. But, uh, <laughs> do we got something for him today, huh? Oh, we, we got, got a story for him? Yeah, man. You know, every once in a while, you run across somebody who's just built different. Just you know a little I mean? bit. Just yeah. Built just a little different. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like you said, drafted the third round by the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, sir. So I got to walk into one of the most veteran locker rooms there was yeah. back, in, back in 2004. You know, you got Brian Dawkins, Javon Curse, Sheldon Brown, Ike Reese, mm. Jeremiah Trotter, Ooh. you know what I mean? Donovan McNabb, yep, yep. Terrell Owens. Yep. I walked into a veteran team, yeah, bro. Yeah. But my locker was next to Weapon X. Oh yeah, number 2-0. Oh. With that black visor. Wolverine. Wolverine, yeah. In real life. This man was about six foot, about 205 pounds. So it wasn't somebody you looked at and you was like, oh, this is crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he was built different. He built different. So to give you guys a little background, my first game in my preseason, I got injured. Mm. So I was, I was out for like three games. But then the season started. And I had to go in for treatment early for one game. Yeah, yeah. So I got there super early, bro. Pulled up. You know, I got my brand new car. I'm feeling good, man. You know what I mean? Rookie year. Yeah. Walking to the stadium for the first time. Going to my locker. And as I'm walking to my locker, I see a helmet, a jersey, and pants laid down on the ground. Right? Hmm. 2-0. And Brian Dawkins is in his locker already. We're the first two people in the locker room. Hmm. And so... I'm walking behind him and I come around the side of him and he has a little vial and he's rubbing oil on his knees and his shoulders mm. and his, on his elbows and crosses. And he has headphones on and he's sobbing, crying. Like he's sobbing. And I'm like, hmm, what in the world is yeah, going on? Yeah. So I look at him and it's like, I wasn't even there. And I'm like, beat up, beat up. Nothing. He was in the zone. He was in the zone, bro. 
putting the crosses on his shoulders, elbows, knees. So I'm like, okay, I go into the training room. I'm thinking, man, somebody must have died or something. You mm. know what I mean? So I'm like, hey, man, what's up with B-Doc? He's in there crying and stuff. And they all just, just shake their head, leave him alone. Okay. So I go back to my locker. I start getting dressed, go back in, get my treatment. Everybody's starting to follow into the locker room. Yeah. Everybody's following into the locker room. B-Doc's is doing the same thing. Then he gets up, got his uniform on. And he goes into this bathroom stall. And we had a trainer. His name was Chris Perduzzi. Well, remember the air, the Breathe Right strips? Yeah. Okay. So he colored one side green and the other side silver. B-Doc come out of the stall. And they put the strip on his nose. Oh, transformation. And he turned into idiot man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Y'all heard that right. Idiot man. <laughs> and from that point on, he was frantic mm. let me rewind that he was frantic okay. you understand that so when i say when we went out to go jog for the warm-up no he was not jogging it wasn't the game to him no he was on turbo mode <laughs> when we were doing the drills yeah he wasn't trying to get loose he was trying to tear something up already mm. then as the team filed out yeah and the introduction came <sighs> Ray Ray, Ray Lewis, bro, you have one of the greatest introductions of all time, yeah. bro. And I, I will never take that away from you because you got me juiced being on the opposite side of the field. Yeah, Ray Lewis, had, he was a beast with Baltimore. His introduction was something to see. But, but this man right here, when he come out doing the, 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 the bear cross yeah, no. and the army rolls, yeah. and he's here with it. Oh, he thought he was in Beirut. Oh, <laughs> Afghanistan, here we come. Oh, oh he's yeah. killing something today. Oh, yeah. And it's your quarterback <laughs> and everybody else on that team. Oh, he's sending them back in that pine box. Oh, bro. Oh, they're going to have that flag folded all the way up nice and neat. Oh, oh, bro. So when I say this man was built different, you have to understand, this man was listening to gospel music. Mm. He was in tears mm. in the emotion of love. That's a different human being, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, he, he loved the game, bro. Never cursed, never said a bad word. Got dogged, it yeah. was about as far as you got. But I can promise this right now, you run through the wall for that man. Mm. If, if he told me to go up in the stands and shoot 10 people, I would have done it. It was like that. It was like that. He was a leader of leaders, bro. Like, I'd never been anything around that mm. in my entire life. And I, I respect him yeah. on a whole different level because that's the same way he practiced. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. There's some guys who, you know, sometimes they did what they, they had sometimes to do. Sometimes guys, but every play at practice, he tried to make the tackle, and then that's what he did in the game. Mm. So how you practice is how you play, that's young true. guys. Yep. So if you want a good example? Go back and watch Brian Dawkins. Yep. That's the way to do it. Yeah. But I've never been around anything like that, bro. Yeah. No. You talk about Brian Dawkins. Obviously, me being a safety as well. I love to watch other safeties. I love to, you know, pick up a few points from other safeties, especially the greats. And Brian Dawkins is a Hall of Famer. Like he's one of them ones. I also had an opportunity to play with one of them ones. It's something about the number 24, man, because they just built different. Obviously, the late Kobe Bryant wore number 24. When I was in Denver, number 24, Champ Bailey. You talk about being built different. Champ Bailey was built different. Like, you know, they talk about these shutdown corners and, you know, being on an island. The first one that we heard of was Deion Sanders, of course, primetime. Then most recently, we've heard Revis Island. But in between there, 
Chan Bailey had his own island. He was built different. And what I learned most from Chan Bailey, two things, do the hard work first. And then the second thing is do it every day. So doing the hard work first, imagine going to the parking lot and you've been in the parking lot. We got kids, we're parents. And so when you go to a sporting event and you just park in, you know, you do the easy thing. You just park head, head first. You park head first, you go watch your kids play soccer, and then you get back in the, in the car after the game. And then what happens? You're trying to reverse out and you're, oh, please let me in, please let me in. What, because you didn't do the hard work first. But what happens if you back the car in when you first get there, do the hard work first. Now, after your kid goes play soccer, you get in the car, you bam, you get in the car and you go. And so Champ Bailey was one of the guys, he was like, Hamza, do the hard work first. What did he mean by that? He was a great bump and run corner. So it'd be me on an island with this receiver and it was the dog of the receiver. Like it was a dog. So he would, be, he would say, hey Hamza, you gotta do the hard work first. Shadow him, make sure that you're on top of the route. And so he said, you know, when the quarterback, when the quarterback snaps the ball and he takes his five steps or he does it, carry out his play action fake, He's going to look at that first receiver. He's going to look at that X, most likely who Champ Bailey was guarding. That's his first read. He said, Hamza, if I'm on top of the receiver, the quarterback has to go to a second read. Mm. So all I got to do is do the hard work for about two seconds. So I did the hard work first. Now I'm in position. If the quarterback does decide to throw me the ball, guess whose ball it is? It's mine. Champs. It's champs. He said, Hamza, when they throw you that ball, who are they throwing it to? I said, you know, they throwing it to the receiver. He said, wrong. They're throwing it to me. Mm. That's your ball. Mm. Oh, but before I got there in 2004, Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, had a Monday night game against the Denver Broncos. And he had a big play on champ and finished with seven for a buck 49 and a touchdown. So he was like, you know, I'm me. I'm, I'm Ocho Cinco. I'm the best receiver in the league. Look what I just did to the best corner in the league in 2004. You know, Champ Bailey is considered one of the best corners, if not the best corner. And so Champ just sat there. 2004, he was like, okay, I got you. I got there in 2005. Got to see greatness every single day. Then 2006 came. 2006 came, guess who we played again? The Cincinnati Bengals. All weekend meetings, we hear the defensive coach talking about, he's like, yeah, we got to stop number 85. So what we're going to do is we're going to double him. Hey, champ, you're going to go and you're going to take away TJ Hushmanzada or Chris Henry. You're going to go to the other side. He said, we're going to have our other corner, Darren Williams. May God have mercy on him. Uh, we're going to have Darren Williams playing corner and then we're going to have a safety over top of him. So we're going to bracket Chad Johnson the whole game. And then champ, you just take away the number two receiver. Mm. Champ like, okay. Champ sleeping in the meetings, you know, just chilling, pretend like he's not listening and stuff. All the way. So we go out to practice. Every practice, every play, we got the double on Chad Johnson. Champ doing his thing. He's working on his technique, working on staying on top. The first play of the game on Sunday, we get in the huddle. We call our play. Break. Champ Bailey taps Darren on the shoulder. <laughs> that tap right here. What do you think he told him? Over there, young boy. You go over there. I got Chad. You think Darren said anything? Nope. Nope. Because I'm built different. These are about to go in that man's chest. All that blessing. Eight, five. I'm about to bless him. Oh, and All did he bless him? Oil. Oh, he put these two things right here on Chad. Chad finished with three catches for 30 yards. Mm. Champ made him fumble. Champ got, I think, a pass deflection, may even got a pick. But I was like, and this is this is this is Ocho Cinco in his prime. 
This is the Gold Jacket Ocho single. This is Riverdance Ocho single. This is when he was the man. Yeah, that dude. But Champ was like, no. I, I've been sitting on this for two years. I'm about to show you. All the stuff that we talk about, all the summer workouts that we do, Hamza, you about to see today. For this moment right Yeah, here. this is the moment. Because we built different. I'm built different. This 2-4 on my chest, it means something. It means something. So, yeah, man, that's my dog, Champ, man. I, I, man, I respect that, bro. I always like watching him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That technique that he had was impeccable. Flawless. Yeah. I wish I got to play with him. You know what I mean? He, that, that's, that's, two, that's two men right there with gold jackets on. Oh, yeah. B-Doc out of Clemson. Yep. You know what I mean? Eagles, then he went to Denver. Yep. Champ, yep. Denver, yep. Redskins. Yep, yep. But while we're on that subject of 2-4, while we're on that subject of 2-4, let me make a little transition, bro, a little mm. transition. I got released from the Eagles in 2006. Okay. And I got claimed off of waivers by a team way on the west, on the west, oh, west yeah, side come of, back of home. the country. Come back home. In Arizona. And uh, had my little workout, I think it was on Sunday, and then Monday, Came into the locker room. Yeah. Got my got my brand new locker, mm. number 22. Oh, you was right. And then I was next to somebody who had number 24, but for some reason he had two lockers. <laughs> and I wasn't really, under, I couldn't really understand yeah. that. I never seen that before. Mm-hmm. Why did this man have two lockers? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I'm getting changed. I'm about to get a little workout in. And the door back by the, by the uh, equipment room, it bust open. Mm. It didn't open, you understand? No, 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 no. It bust open. The yeah. door bust open. And I turned, and the lights were real bright, and I saw a real dark image, mm. a real dark shadow coming through the doors. And I was like, man, what in, the, what in the world is this? What is that? What is this? Because it's not human. No. And this man was about 6'3", 6'4", about 245 pounds. And as he got closer, mm. he got bigger. <laughs> Didn't say anything to me except for a sub. And he's a locker next to me. Yeah. And, you know, we all dudes, you know what I'm saying? But this man starts to undress. And, like, yeah. I just had to take a glimpse over. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. No. 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 I don't have any of those same no, muscles. No, you don't. No. So man, your biology teacher lied to you. <laughs> he lied to me, bro. So I, I immediately, I went to, the, I went a couple of lockers down. I was like, hey man, who's this? Because I knew this guy named Eric Green. And he was like, oh man, that's Adrian Wilson. Mm. And I was like, oh okay. So I was still kind of discombobulated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I went around to the bathroom, took my shirt off, and looked at myself in the mirror. No. And we were not equal. No, 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 no. No, no, no. God made him and God made Adam and then Adrian Wilson was right after him. Oh. And when I say this man had every muscle on the diagram. Every one. Pronounced though, like real swole. Yeah. And he had an exercise for every muscle. Absolutely. So this man was six foot three, 245 pounds, 3% body fat, playing safety in the NFL. The National Football League. Bro. That day right there was an eye-opener for me. And then he went into the gym. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. The gym went into him. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, there was a workout on the board for everybody else. Yeah. And then there was a workout for A-Dub. Yeah. Not too many times you've seen somebody going 
with 375 on an incline yeah. and come down slow. Five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. And explode up. Yeah. It was like he had one plate on the yeah, board. Yeah, man. This dude was big. Yeah. He was fast. Yeah. He was mean. Oh, yeah. I think one of the first people to have 20, 20, 20 sacks, 20 interceptions. Yes, sir. Um, I'm one of one. A physical, I mean, a specimen. A freak. Specimen. A freak of nature. He yeah, was, man. He was a specimen, bro. I remember because same thing. I was waived. I got cut by Cleveland in 2009. I came to Arizona. Again, first thing is it's something about the great ones. They're always the first ones in the locker room. You hear that a lot. You know, he's the first one in, he's the last one to leave. But Adrian Wilson, it was like he was born in a facility and he stayed there the entire time. I'd never seen him drive away. I'm just gonna be honest. When I got there, I'm sitting there and I'm like, wait, what is that? I'm, Cause you know, I'm again, it's dark, you know? So I walk into the Arizona Cardinals facility. I walk in and I'm like, wait a minute, this refrigerator has like little ridges. I said, wait, is that a, no, that's a man, wait a minute. That is a human being. And then he turned around and look, he gave me that one right there. And I was just like, oh, I wonder what he does. Cause he don't play football with us. Like, mm -mm. cause if he's on the same field as me, I'm calling my mama. Mm. I'm gonna say, mom, mm. let's look at his birth certificate. Cause I don't think he's supposed to be out here with mm -mm. us. Bro, he was so big. He was so, like you said, but he was like, he didn't say much. I'm just going to go in here and I'm going to do my workout. And I remember the first time that I went in there, he was doing incline, but then he went to the bench. He puts on four plates. He walks in, he puts on four plates. Like he didn't do the normal, like do 185 and then 225. He put on four plates. He hit it 10 times and then he put it away and then he went to go get some Gatorade. And I'm sitting there like mouth open. That I said, just happened. Oh, 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 oh you, you, that's why you're all pro. Oh, that's why you're a freak of nature. And he did that every single day. He worked out every single day. And I think it's just something about the great ones. They're consistent. They do it every day and they love it. Yep. Weez, that's a hell of a story, man. But shoot, I know you guys are enjoying the stories, man. I. Thinking about Adrian Wilson, man, got me ready to do some push-ups, man. So if you're going to do some push-ups before you do the push-ups, like, love, comment, subscribe, and don't forget to give us a five-star rating. Like Bomani Jones says in the Right Time podcast, if you only give us four stars, I'm inclined to think you're a hater. I don't think you're a hater. I don't think you hang around with haters. So please give us five stars. Follow us on all of our social platforms at Gridiron Grills. I'm Hamza Abdullah. This is Matt Ware. We're the Gridiron Grills. Peace. Two storytellers got together but came lit Brothers on the gridiron and still haven't changed since Now it's daytime, all the rest going take six Relax and unwind cause it's a lot to just take in uh -huh. Fourth quarter sidelines to the film room These are stories that you hear if you stay tuned They don't let you in the league, you gotta make room